Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 8 was full of joy in Pullman and West Lafayette and sadness everywhere else. It's I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. A man stressed about this awful quarterback class. And with me, as always, is AJ Minshew Mustache Marchese. Don't get me started. Today we'll do the usual uh, Week 8 Superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games, and preview who to watch in Week 9. So let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving down to Nashville maybe Looking for a net or Bosa Draft Matt Gay on the first day Draft Matt Gay on the second day Just get Matt Gay on your squad Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember. Who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I'd only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win. They pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit my bookie. Online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold, on, hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using promo code HEAVEN25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take the extra money. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie! You didn't read that with the same pizzazz as usual, Rob. I was just, you know, I was trying not to mess up. Respect that. I'm in the the nation's capital, so. Washington D.C. No, I'm in Washington D.C. D.C. Duck. I'm in Washington Duck. All right, AJ. It was another sad week of college football. <laughs> for you, maybe not for a lot of people, Rob. The games were not that great. Let's be honest. Uh, like, I guess per- yeah. Purdue winning was terrific, but they blew the doors off Ohio State. Like it, yeah, baby. Like Ohio State was never in the game, 
the Oregon Washington State game got hot in the second half. Kind of obviously fell uh, yeah. down, but down. I don't know what I'm saying. It fell down. It fell yeah, down. it fell down a hole. In the Michigan Michigan State game, I know it was close in score for a lot of the game, but I never felt like Michigan State had a shot. Um, that's not uh That's not what your your messages in the chat were saying. Right? Well, well, late late when Brian Lewerke magic came alive, <laughs> going five of twenty five. Yeah, that's rough. But yeah, it wasn't in like Clemson killed North Carolina State. Yeah, no. Mississippi State never really had a chance in Nick Fitzgerald's. Uh, CFL linebacker playing QB. That's, that's actually a little generous. He's too big and slow, to be honest. Uh, I still see tweets about his NFL potential. Yeah, so there's that. Um, before we jump into the superlatives, right off the top, there, so I think it was Sunday morning, a uh, report came out from Jason LaCanfora, Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert is actually expected to return for his senior season. I know there's still a... Long rumored... Yeah, it's been heavily rumored. There's still a ton of time until he actually has to declare for the draft. So I, I, I'm not putting a ton of stock in this, but I already believed he was more likely to return anyway. Yeah. Um, from Eugene, Oregon, loves the hmm. program, wants to turn them into a winner, and his brother is a four-star tight end who's going to be there next year. Yeah. Um, I, I respect the hell out of him going I do, back. too. But it is the, the wrong decision. Although. Like, sorry, sorry. For his draft stock, it's the wrong decision. I don't know if it's the wrong decision for him. I'm not him, but. Aren't you? Um, hey, if you're on I'm sure AllAmericans.com right now, you can read a little yeah. bit about uh, this story. But. Um, Stop saying the, that. The, the quarterback class, if Herbert doesn't. Because Herbert, there's no question Herbert's clearly the QB1. I don't yep. think there's even a slight debate over it at this point, especially with how Dwayne Haskins looked um, against Purdue. Bro, he threw the ball 73 times. What, what <laughs> do you like that? His number and theories look, look great. Um, but that just means if this, this could be like the year EJ Manuel is pushed into the first round because there was no quarterbacks, yeah. which is terrifying. I, Justin Herbert's the only QB I have a first-round grade on. I think you're the mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. Um, and he's head and shoulders the QB one. So if he re- returns to school, that's pretty wild. He's like a top ten lock if he comes out, right? Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, next year I'm sure he'll go high, barring anything unforeseen. I was, I was thinking he's about got to compete with. Sorry, I was thinking about that. Where, like, obviously Tua's going to be the the guy. He'll be behind Tua. Yeah, yeah, but is there really anybody else really on the radar right now? Not like from, but he's. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about the from stuff. Like he's he's not. No, he's not like a first round lock or anything. Um, like I th- he's still going to be a first round pick. From? No, no, no. Oh. Herbert. Okay. Yeah. No, I I still think Tua. I just think Tua Tua probably ends up being. I mean, this is based off. I've I've never, like, gone super deep on Tua film. I've seen a few games, but um, I think Tua would end up being the top pick. But Herbert yep. would still probably be a top five pick, just because quarterbacks probably. are so needed. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be really interesting. Um, and with that, again, I, I would I would absolutely love seeing him go return. back to Oregon, I know that, I, I, win the Pac twelve. And I think we're both so much more invested in Oregon this year because of their style of play, because of Justin Herbert. I really like Mario Cristobal. I've um, always been invested in Oregon. I haven't, but 
I, <laughs> I've always loved them. Cristobal's exceeded my expectations. Oh, uh, for, for sure. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, and I really like him. He's really built that offensive line. They've got the true freshman left tackle who's a stud. They have, he's out. He's out, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I know. But just like no, they're. No, he's playing well. Yeah. And, and um, a top recruiting class next year. It's going to be interesting to follow them um, under Cristobal. And I like their coordinators. I don't know how long Arroyo will be there, though. He looks like a future head coach. All right. With that, let's hop into the superlatives. Best freshman you saw? I mean... It, you mean what? I mean, it's hard to... I know we both try to pick new guys. I, you, I couldn't. You already know. Yeah, already I couldn't this week. No, no. We've picked him before, but he was too great. Rondell Moore. Rondell wow. Moore. We said that together. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> well, Purdue, baby. He's, he's not just like the exciting... Well, he is exciting. But he's not one of those <laughs> college receivers like... Um, remember James Rogers at Oregon State, who was yeah. like Jaquiz's brother, um, yeah. undersized, really fun college. But that's not like Rondell Moore's an NFL guy. He's he's got the it factor in two, like I guess three drafts from now, two drafts from now, three. I can't do math. Three drafts. Twenty twenty one. He's gonna be one of the top receivers, and I think he'll be a really polarizing prospect because he's five seven. I already have at least a second round grade on him, bro. Man, his ability after the catch, his contact balance is insane for a little receiver. No, yeah, we say it a lot, like, oh, he's a running back playing wide receiver. Or I guess the reverse too, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he's he's already that, and he's like in. You know, there's been a lot of talk about how much of a gym rat he is. So I, mean, I think that will help. And yeah, he's gonna put. I think he's like five seven, one seventy ish right now. He'll be one ninety in two or three drafts from now. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, if his career path keeps going the way it is, I'm not going to be shying away from using a higher pick on him. Me neither, especially with the way we've seen the slot position in the NFL with these smaller guys. Yep. And, and those mo- the motion guy, I think, is a key part to have in your offense, and he fits that role perfectly. Like, Also, him choosing Purdue just makes me love him so much. Oh, I know. that. That's. I think we were both invested in him st- I mean, well, his first from game, the, first game he game? dominated. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, from the the uh, Under Armour All-American game. Yeah, like him uh, not knowing anything about him before him kind of uh, shitting on Ohio State, that was great. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, 200, 252 total yards on 18 touches, two touchdowns against Ohio State. Ohio State should probably fire Greg Schiano. Probably. Um, best sophomore? I also went with a guy that I've gone with before. Cause it's just, I, I, went to, I wanted to change it up. Um I picked a guy that, I don't know if he was the best, but he just, he looked kind of interesting to me, and it was one of the marquee games of the weekend. Uh, the corner, Lenore from Oregon. Yeah, you were talking about it when we were watching the games. Yeah, I mean, it was a little up and down. He had the two picks, neither were like anything special, but I thought he had a pretty pretty good game, and I mean... He's caught my eye in, in other games, too. Mm-hmm. Every time they went deep against him, he was right there, and I thought he had a nice little game. I can't say his first name. <laughs> Okay. I don't. I feel like they're calling him something else in the broadcast. Something shorter, but I, he seems a guy that's interesting. He's only five eleven, one ninety five. Like nothing insane, but another yeah, one no, of those he looks Oregon. Smooth. Yeah, an Oregon corners that kind of end up being nickels. In the NFL, he's got but. those oily hips. Because when they were going deep on him, he's flipping his hips with ease on. Yeah, and uh, I mean, not like Washington State has terrific receivers, but they obviously have a impressive passing attack. Yeah, they were playing way too far off at times, though. Yeah. It was kind of hurting him and the yeah. rest of the team. But. Uh, I went with Grant Delpit. 
again. This is, I think, my second time going with him. The LSU safety. Uh, I've done it once or twice, too. Yeah, he was too good to pass up. Against Mississippi State, 10 tackles, a sack, two picks. Um, his ball skills are really impressive for a bigger physical. Like, he is the complete package at safety. I know the 2020 NFL draft is over a year away, but mm-hmm. this looks like a top 10 player, like an elite prospect. He looks like what Derwin James was flashing um, as a as a freshman. Yeah, for sure. So, it's like, considering they have Richard Lawrence, Greedy Williams, Devin White on that defense, Delpit stands out the most, um, I would say, which is pretty insane. That, yeah, that's I mean, two first rounders he, and a future NFL starting defensive lineman. Yeah, he's like he's an eye catching guy. He yeah, he's a freak. Mm-hmm. Um, best best prospect you saw this uh, past weekend? I don't have one this week. It was actually tougher for me this week. Yeah, there's no one that really like. Uh, I guess I just that's used what, the word eye catching, but no one that really popped out. That's what, that's what I was saying. Like the game, the games weren't as good as you would have liked. And a lot of guys seem to struggle. Like, obviously yeah. we saw some good with Justin Herbert, but ultimately he struggled. Um, in most of the marquee games, the big names struggled. Uh, Pretty much. I ended up going with a guy, I think I went with him actually last week, uh, Quinnen Williams again, the Alabama okay. uh, <laughs> defensive lineman. Yeah. Um, again, against against Tennessee, he was, he was unstoppable. Uh, nobody could block him. His combination of, Power and athleticism. You and me have talked about this. Uh, his, his he's just slippery for a bigger interior yeah, defensive lineman. We talked about it yesterday. He's kind of a weird player, to be honest. He's he's got like, he's go all lower body. It almost feels like. Yeah, for real. He's he is slippery, but like you know, sometimes when you say slippery, he's not. It's not a strong player. He's he's a strong slipper. Yeah. Hundred percent, but not overly powerful. It's a weird. He's a very strange player, but he's damn good. Yeah, I, I um, he sits at th- th- uh, third on my big board right now. Like I'm all in on him at this point. Um, hit, too hit, early for me to go. All in, but, uh, his get off, his get off too is impressive. It's just yeah, considering the hype um, a guy like Raquan Davis has in Quinn and Williams. I don't see it though. But man. but when watching them side by side, like Williams is the better player. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Like, no questions asked. Absolutely. Um, anyone shooting up your board? I guess Quinn and Williams, but uh, does that really count? Yeah, of course. I mean, okay, there you go. We both we talked about him. We both saw watched the old Miss tape yesterday, uh, yep. where he he was a freak show in that game. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, he this interior defensive line class, man, it's insane. For sure, yeah. Like, Christian Wilkins, for example, the Clemson guy who was touted as a potential number one. Like, he's not in my top ten. No. Which is mind-boggling. Like, because most years, a guy like that would be. He's an athletic guy. super inconsistent. There's obviously mm-hmm. tools there to like. But, yeah, that's just how good this class is. Um, yeah. I went with the one quarterback in uh, the FBS who seemed to play well that's a prospect this past weekend. Rippin? Yeah, I went with Brett Rippin. Friday night, I watched him play Colorado State. Threw for 308, four TDs, uh, almost 85% completion. Um, he just, his deep ball placement, pretty damn impressive. He, uh, his footwork is so consistent. He goes through his progressions. He's like high football IQ guy. There is a world where Brett Rippon, I think, ends up the QB1. And that's not because he's a first round pick. It's because this class is awful. But <clears throat> I know he's kind of been better this year and... 
a little up and down too, but the uh, San Diego done... State game he really struggled. He yeah. struggled a bit in the Oklahoma State game, and I'd say everything else he's been pretty. Oklahoma active. State he didn't he didn't look too good. No, he wasn't not getting like, help either though. No, 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 he wasn't. But um, again, does that make you question like playing up or playing you know a lower competition? Well, that, definitely like for Colorado State, for example, Colorado State is awful. One of the worst defenses like, in the FBS. But there, I, I think <clears> a guy <throat> like Rippon could end up at the senior. Well, he if he's not at the senior bowl, something went wrong. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But um, I think a guy like that just with. He he like I think he's a third round quarterback and a developmental starter. Um yeah, I, I just like the quarterback class is terrible. Him him Yeah, and, it's like there's a world mm-hmm. where him and Easton Stick are my top two QBs, I think. I I wanna see more Easton Stick. I'm kinda upset we haven't gotten into. Well I I, but, uh, I think there's three games of twenty eighteen on him. But he throws like twelve passes a game. And he runs it twelve times. Yeah, I know. No, I they, uh, another they, senior bowl guy though. Yeah, they both better be at the senior bowl. Um, anyone mm-hmm. sliding down your board? Uh, we have to do low rookie, right? I've got him for a different spot, but yes, that's a that's a good place to put him. Um, he I feel like awful. we've had a quarterback. Yeah, I feel like we've had a quarterback in this slot a lot <laughs> every single week. But yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's as we just talked about. That's the the class as a whole. There's been a lot of disappointment. Um, we talked about a bit about this on Saturday, but probably time for him to go back, right? Oh, I think no question. He has to go back. Yeah, because I mean, if he was the sorry, rep. Oh, I was just gonna say against Michigan, he completed twenty percent of his throws, two point six yards per yeah. attempt, sixty six yards, and like yep. he's been bad the whole year. Like, I think the Arizona State game was probably his best game, like, by far. Yeah. And he wasn't, like, there were some flashy throws in that game. That's kind of what you get with him. Uh, last year, you buy in because those flashy throws, the the mm-hmm. when play breaks the, down, the what he can do. The, yeah. yeah, and it's just this year, he did not take the step forward at all. He almost seems to have regressed. He's just not mm-hmm. accurate. He has to go back and have a huge senior year at this point. I I agree. Also, like it's not like he is the um the bigger athletic freaky big armed quarterback, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Where I feel like even if he had a sh- that type of quarterback had a bad year, they could still come out and be a first round pick in this class. Seventh overall, Josh Allen did that. Yeah, exactly. Um well that was a great quarterback class too. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen went before Josh Rose and people forget. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, and Lewerke's another like if he goes back and can go to the Senior Bowl, like things like that matter. Um, again, a tough class for him next year, but uh, I, I don't know. He could work himself into the first round again. But it won't be a tough. Why? Well, I, I guess it could be a tough class for this <clears> like <throat> strong senior QB class if the, like all of them go back. Imagine Justin Herbert at the Senior Bowl though. Like that'd be yeah. a lot of fun. That would be. Um, and, he, and he seems like the type of guy that would go. Oh, definitely. That's why yeah. I love him so much. Uh, sliding on my board, I actually already mentioned him. Christian Wilkins, the Clemson interior defensive lineman. Well, you, you were kind of nice to him earlier. Now you mean to him. Well, That's not nice. He, against NC State, like Clemson totally dominated NC State. Yeah. And he just like disappears for such long stretches. Like if you showed me his 10 best plays, you'd be like, wow, that's a top 10 player. Yep. 
but it's like you get that so rarely with him. He's obviously like he's six four, three hundred pounds, really quick, um, really Wait, athletic. Are, are we talking about Deron Payne right now? Dude, no. Wilkins and Deron Payne are completely different players. Yeah, but the way you're talking about him. Oh yeah. Well, Payne's been very good for Washington though. Yeah, I know. He but he is playing as a true nose tackle. <clears throat> I'm just yeah yes, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying the the way you're talking yeah, about just him the flash yeah but I don't you're think saying people, the exact same thing I think generally people are not buying into Wilkins the way they were with Payne no 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 but I mean a little bit at the beginning oh but. yeah yeah for sure but like again since like Cleveland Farrell is clearly the best of that Clemson D line like mm-hmm. not even close and Dexter Lawrence has I think outplayed Wilkins this year. Um, I, I don't like Austin Bryant either. Like, he's a day three guy to me. But Wilkins doesn't even – like, he's not a first-round pick. I don't think he'll be a second-round pick. Yeah. Like, third round is what he's aiming for. He He's a guy who could use the senior bowl to help himself, though. But he also seems like a guy who wouldn't be there. Yeah, that's true. Just because he's, like, a lot of the time the super highly touted guys kind of drop out for whatever reason. Yeah. But, yeah, he just this... disappears too much. It would be a big spot for him to go to the Senior Bowl because the uh, the guard group isn't that strong. And oh yeah, like he's a guy who could, especially in one on one stuff. One, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he he's the kind of guy who could dominate practices. Yeah. Hey, so if you're listening, listening, Christian, you should go to the Senior Bowl. Now, I hope Chloe and Farrell goes. Imagine that. This the the, the O line D line one on ones could be scary. Yeah, this, this year this O line getting ruined, and then there will be like some weird player we've never heard of at guard or. That, uh, that steps up and I'm like, oh, we think he's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always one or two of those guards. Um, any out-of-nowhere prospects for you? Uh, we actually mentioned last week, but he had another good week this week. And it's Josh Uchi from Michigan. Uh, junior player, two sacks this week, one sack last week, both from Rashawn Gary's absence. He's been nice. Yeah, I mean, he's only getting sacks, but... He's flashing, <laughs> kinda, He's flashing, exactly. Probably, uh, probably a guy who goes back, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Assume. Yeah, he's like 6'2", 240-ish. Like he's... Ooh, so he's in that Carl Lawson build? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just hyping him up for no reason? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was for. Uh, but no, no, he'll he'll be going back. Especially if Gary comes out, which I don't know if he will. I, I, I don't know. I've heard rumors Gary's planning on doing the Bosa. And I've seen that too. I mean, it probably makes sense for him too. It's, if you want to talk about this, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a tough situation where... He'll probably get drafted just because high, based freak. on his yeah his freakiness. Yeah, uh, and that's probably fine for him. But yeah, but yeah, because I mean, from a realistically, he he could use more time. In oh, college. definitely, he's so well. And like Chase Winovich outplayed him both yeah. years now, both like this year and last year. Yep. Um, who Chase Winovich? I think is gonna go up boards just because he's such a good trash talker. He <laughs> he's got he's be, so friendly. I think he's the best trash talker in college football. I, who doesn't love Chase Winovich? I love Chase Winovich. I would want him on my football team. Yeah. Um, okay, I went with Bryce Hall, the corner from Virginia. Oh, I've seen a little bit of uh, hype for him. Mm-hmm. He against Duke. First of all, Daniel Jones has thrown, I think it was like 34% of his interceptions in his Duke career are against Virginia, which is really strangely high. <laughs> that is strange. Uh, draft Virginia corners, I guess, is the lesson here. Um yeah, but, but Hall, 6'1", 200, long, lean, uh, against Duke, had a pick, broke up three passes. He is a classic press man guy. His footwork's really smooth. Um, his press technique's really nice. I think he's a guy who 
nobody's really talked. I think Joe Marino's literally the only person who talked about him prior to this Duke game. And um, he he seems like a guy who's going to push up the board. He's a I think he's a true junior, too. But, yeah, he, he balled out against Duke. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. And, and, and plus, because he's so tall. Well, what'd you say? How tall he was? Six one. It's too short for me. Yeah, you're only drafting Derek Beatty because he's six <laughs> three. Exactly. Um. <clears throat> anyone make you look stupid? Better to keep silent and let people think you are a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. I hate Abraham Lincoln. I hate you. Uh, this is where I put Brian Lewerke. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, talked about him as a potential QB2 uh, after summer grades entering the year. Obviously, he did not live up to that. I, I, I think you'd be hard-pressed by the end of the year to have any see anyone have him as a top-10 quarterback. And I doubt he comes out. He should not come out. Um, yeah, he's just... So many things did not go right for him this year. I don't, I don't know if he's dead yet. Not with this year? Yeah. I think he's dead now. I, I thought maybe after the Penn State game where he played terrible but ended up winning the yeah. game, I thought if he could ball out against Michigan's defense and string together some games, maybe he wouldn't be dead. But no, Michigan. But, Michigan, uh, but no one's no one's going to ball out against Michigan's defense, baby. Michigan murdered his draft stock. Doing that a lot. Rest in peace, Alex Hornibrook. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that draft stock Hornibrook <laughs> possessed. Uh, best prospect versus prospect matchup? I didn't have one again this week. This was a tougher week for me. I ended up going with Herbert versus Jalen Thompson, the Washington State safety. I mean, te- <laughs> he was good, Thompson. Yeah, yeah technically they're we not. Should, first... I'm glad you mentioned him. I forgot about yeah, him. Yeah, this felt like a good spot to mention him. That's why I threw him. Cool. In. Technically, it was yeah, like cool. not a one on one or anything, but Thompson ha- had a really nice game. He... Especially those t- two late uh, breakups coming from the center field position. Yeah, over to yeah. The sideline. He looked like the best player in that Washington State defense. The Washington State defense yeah. looked good in general. He's um he's a true junior. He he's a not like a massive dude, but he tackles well. He's really rangy. Um, I like him as a, in the center fielder spot at safety. I don't know that he would come out, but like if if he doesn't, he's a definitely a senior safety to be watching for for twenty twenty. Um, and Herbert Herbert played nice in the second half. There's some impressive plays he made after really struggling in the first. I- half. And let's transition, baby. I'm going to put Herbert into the uh, prospect who outplayed the box score category. Yeah, that's fair. He he was making some insane throws. He also had multiple drops from his pass catchers. Um, yeah, that's, that was my big thing. Like, it's just some brutal drops from guys on the Oregon uh, team they, this week. They just don't have pass catchers that are good. 25 for 44, 271 touchdown. I don't think this loss was his fault. No, he's the only reason they got back into the game for a bit. Absolutely. Um, pocket presence yeah. was elite at times in this game. I was, like, I was weirded out at times because he just uh, – there's dudes coming from the backside that I'm not sh- – Sure, he even saw them. He just felt they were there. Yeah, he feels pressure. Yes, at a crazy level. Yeah, um, he did a lot of good things, and like uh, I know, like it wasn't a great game. Obviously, they lost, but I don't think this is like the Brian Lorke Michigan game or anything. Oh no, murdering this does not for me. I mean, I haven't seen the tape yet, but yeah, I would not. I don't think this like. The things he does well, you saw him do well in this game. The things he struggled, like, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, his his team did him no favors. 
No, they were in a hole early, and yeah, it was just it was a shitty start from the whole team. And is it just I was really impressed he could come back after the terrible first half and string together. I mean, he a couple had good... both of us believing. Yeah, both. Yeah, of us believing, so. for sure. Uh, prospect who played the box score for me is also from that game, and technically can't get in the box score, so I don't know if that's cheating. Um, Washington's that left is... tackle Andre Dillard. That is cheating. I thought he played a really nice game, especially. Not they don't run the ball that much, but in, in pass pro he looked really strong against a guy like Jalen Jelks, who at one point I think was touted as a first round pick. Um it's definitely touted as a Sorry. day two pick. Um yeah. and, and well I mean Jelks is a guy who I think is probably sliding down the board. Um but Dill- I thought Dillard played a really strong game against him. And he's a guy oh, Washington won. Washington Standard played a really good game. Yeah, no, they're uh, it's that Mike Leach guy, man. Um, anyone being overhyped? Yeah, got to do it to him, Rob. Got to do it to him, Gardner Minshew. Whoa, come on! Game of his life, brother. Yeah, no, no one's actually good, no one's like, hyping him. Sorry, no one's actually hyping him. I think there are, man. No one's I've hyping him for people. more than a seventh round pick. I don't know about that, dude. I think that's just us. I don't know. And like the, the the broadcast was hyping him a lot. I'm just I, I'm just gonna say, he's not better than Luke Falk. Luke Falk is like his ceiling, maybe his floor too, but like that's where he is. And Luke Falk's doing so well in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. I'm I like him. I hated him before, but I like him. <laughs> he's the Mike Leach of, of college quarterbacks. I think he'll be a great OC one day, but uh, yeah, anyone who's kind of trying to jump on that train, I, I don't, I don't think. So. Minshew's not even trying to jump on that train. He transferred to Washington State because he wanted to become a coach. I to- I know, I love him now, but just not on the field. No, uh, hey, fair enough. He did a gr- he's done an amazing job of running that system, and he was he is very good at running that system. Yeah, he was making good throws. He, he I got to give him credit. He was better than I thought he was. But yeah, um, I'll stick in the Pac-12 with the quarterback as well. Stephen Montez, the Colorado quarterback. Yeah, that's fair. People are, well, not some people are trying to say he's a first round quarterback. There's no way Steven Montez is a first round quarterback. No, I don't think Steven Montez should come out either. No, um, he was awful against Washington. He start, obviously stirred the season really strong, but no, no Chanel for him in this game. So, and, and he struggled over the last few games. He's obviously he's got the size, he's got the arm. But he's a guy who needs to go back and improve. I I don't think there's any. I don't think he'd be a day two pick. Um, they should just let Tua come out this year. <laughs> I mean, they should, but that's not how it works. Oh, they should. Yeah, but then they should let all those running backs come out too. They probably should. You just want all the sophomores to come out? And they should Why let, not? They should like, let Trevor Lawrence come out too. Let, no, no, not Trevor Lawrence isn't ready. Let the juniors. Go back all of them and let the sophomores get drafted. So it's like it works out both for perfect but for both parties, for all parties involved. Rob. <laughs> okay, any small school guys catch your eyes? Yeah, um, <laughs> this is a guy I think we both did the tape on in the offseason, and neither of us have mentioned him since. Uh, I think he only had like one game, but it was a good game, uh, and he's had two good games in a row. Uh, Trevon Brown, the receiver from East Carolina, uh, probably like the two toughest teams are going to play all year on this schedule. Houston and UCF this past two weeks. He's combined for 23 catches, 298 yards, and two TDs. Uh, you remember Trevon Brown in the offseason? Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought 
not a great athlete, no, but played the position well. Yeah, like he looked off the one game and again summer grades looked draftable. So uh, just putting those numbers out there, it's not bad. Uh, I went with another receiver, Boise State receiver AJ Richardson. <coughs> yeah, Boise State small school. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. It's, I know it's a cop out, but hey, I, I told you I was watching that Boise State Colorado State game. This is the guy yeah. Rippin loves to go to, especially on those deep balls. He had six grabs for a buck thirty-seven, two scores against Colorado State. He's adjusting to some deep balls really well. Uh, Rippin clearly trusts him a lot. He's a. It's just an interesting guy to keep an eye on. Okay, I won't. Nor should you. Nor should you. <laughs> Uh, okay, hopping into the games now. Week eight, start off with the. Uh, the they gotta come up with a cool nickname for this upset, but Purdue beating uh, number two Ohio State forty nine twenty. How about the the train wreck? That's pretty good. That's that's the train wreck in West Lafayette. It doesn't rhyme. I wish it would rhyme a little. Almost more. rhymes. It's so close to rhyming. Let's pretend like it does. Wow, good rhyme, AJ. Thank um, you, Rob. Haskins had some huge numbers, but these those yeah. don't reflect the way he played. Uh, all the, the the issues with his game were showcased in this. Uh, a lot of problems with his pocket movement, and when he gets under fire, he kind of panics. Um, he he passes up uh, deep shots at times. He he plays really safe to the mm-hmm. point. At times, yeah, it's, like it's not great. At the end, what, like he's just checking the ball down. Like, what are you doing, man? Well, he's trying to get that completion percentage up when he's setting records, baby. Uh, he also the throwing motion looked a little not not clean. I think there's a lot of issues with Haskins' game. And after seeing this game, I really think he needs to go back to Ohio State. But he won't, and he'll be a first round pick. So I don't know, man. I don't know either. Just, I don't. I'm not a big Dwayne Haskins guy at all. But I know you're not. And like, I don't know. He did. Um, he did not look close to first round pick in this game. I do have a really good pro comp for him though. Who? Ben Roethlisberger, because neither of them can play on the road. Wow. Strong. <laughs> no, no, but for real, he's been terrible on the road. Only, yep, and his two only two road games, right? Penn, yeah. Penn State and Purdue. Yeah, because the TCU yeah. game was neutral. But I mean, it is also a real game. But hey, they was much better it, in that it, game than these two. So yeah, it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't fit our agenda. <laughs> so, so let's call it neutral. Yeah. Um, nobody else, like nobody on Ohio State really had it. Like Draymond Jones was pretty quiet the whole game. No, like nobody really played well, and they didn't, David, they didn't coach them well either. Except for who? David Blau. Oh yeah, for well, Purdue had guys play well. Obviously, like, <laughs> I know. Blau looks like he might be a late round pick. Oh, Blau is fun. Like, Blau is fun. Blau's who's the Wake Forest quarterback last year that we loved? Um, Sorry, who's Wake Forest's quarterback last year who we loved? Um, John Wolford. Yes, he's this year's version, but like more NFLer maybe. Blau's really fun. Yeah, I mean. I'm still interested in Sindelar, but he's dead. Sindelar's got big arm talent, but yeah, Blau's a way better decision maker and more athletic. And f- more fun. Yeah. Also, your guy DJ Knox went off. Don't I dislike DJ Knox? I can't remember. No, point. you love DJ Knox. You dislike Markel Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yes. Good for the brand, baby. <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, I couldn't remember. 5'7", <laughs> 210, you love him. Okay, yeah, yeah I like Knox, yeah. And, uh... Also, Marcus Bailey, the linebacker who had to pick six, he, he's an interesting guy, too. Like, he's more athletic than mm-hmm. Juwan Bentley was last year. 
but in a similar type of ability. I so that's something to pay attention to. But yeah, not the best game for prospects, but Blau, Knox, and Bailey all had games that made them look like maybe day three prospects. Yeah. All right. Number three, Clemson blew the doors off number 16, NC State, 41-7. Ryan Finley's stock is dead, even though people on Twitter keep yep. tweeting at me, why isn't Ryan Finley in your top five? You're a fucking idiot. Have you seen him play? He's way better at they better so. than Daniel Jones or Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, you're wrong, guys. Ryan Finley's bad. Ryan Finley doesn't have a strong arm. I hope he's not at the Senior Bowl now. Because I'd rather just give that spot to somebody who... Taron Christian, baby. Like, who you want to see more of. I've seen enough of Ryan Finley. Yeah, I know. We have. And also, Kelvin Harmon was kept quiet. Two catches, 13 yards. He had a massive drop on what would have been a huge touchdown. That's not great. But I think the low numbers have more to do with Finley than him. Um, I still think Kelvin Harmon's a probable top five receiver. Um... And then, like, Colin Farrell, great game. Uh, Dexter Lawrence is flashing a little bit. Hunter Renfro, it's not, like, a big stats game. But when you need five yards on third down, he'll get it for you. <laughs> like, he's he's going to be... Renfro's going to get himself drafted, right? Yeah, I think he's going to go to the Senior Bowl and put on a show in, like, in terms if of... Ray Ray's get, if Ray Ray's getting drafted. Oh, yeah, he's Renfro's way better than Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah. I mean, if Austin Prohl is getting drafted, like, Hunter Renfro is yeah, way exactly. better than Austin Prohl. And Berrios, but like, Renfro is better than Berrios, I think. Yeah, I think Berrios... A lot closer, a lot closer. I think Berrios is a better athlete, probably. Renfro's yeah, more refined. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Austin Prohl is the, like... Yeah, Yeah, but something I did notice, Clemson is, like, a lot of their offensive talent, it's all just underclassmen. Like, yeah. it's Lawrence, it's Etienne, it's uh, T. Higgins... Yeah, like they're they're scary going forward on offense. Uh, they reloaded pretty quick. Yeah. Also, yeah, that's what good programs do. Kendall Joseph, their linebacker, I feel he's flying under the radar a little bit. He's just so fast. Um. All right, number five LSU beat number twenty two Mississippi State nineteen three. Fitzgerald threw four picks and completed thirty three point three percent of his passes. So I don't. That's know. a good number. He, he doesn't even have a strong arm. No, he's not good. Like, I don't... He runs the ball well. There's that. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Like, if you are signing him as an undrafted free agent, where are you playing him? I don't. If you're telling me you're going to throw away the chance to have a 6'5 running back? I told you, he's a, he's a fullback. That's my spot for him, baby. Honestly. He's he's like I don't know if I trust weird. his hands to no, play tight end. He's weird. He's no Logan Thomas. He's no Blake Bell. Yeah. Um those are Montez Sweat again. Still in the league now, right? Uh someone just signed him. I forget. Oh, who. Really? Yeah. Uh Montez Sweat and Jeffrey Simmons again, like poor guys are stuck on this awful Mississippi State. I don't know why Mississippi State's ranked. But those those two yeah. uh those two are both studs. Sweat's uh, Simmons is a top ten prospect for me. I think Sweat's going to end up in the first round. The only reason he wouldn't is because there's so many defensive line and edge prospects this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, there's Blake Bell on the Jags. There's safety Jonathan Abrams. Interesting, the hitman. He he like oh, shit. he hits hard, but he also like 
He's overly aggressive. He also missed the shot in interception and got called on PI. He's one of those guys. <laughs> we gotta love it. Um, LSU defense, Greedy had a great game. Devin White looked great, but got called on the worst targeting penalty I think I've yeah. ever seen. Dude, the fix is in to get him out of the first half of Bama. Yeah. Did you see it was upheld, too? I don't yeah, know how. That's... It was awful. Uh, <clears throat> LSU offense struggled, but what else is new? Um, Feels like they just watched the play at full speed and then turned their eyes away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it looks like at first he hit some helmet to helmet, but he didn't. Definitely not. Uh, number six, Michigan went into Michigan State, 121-7. Devin Bush is swag. I like what he did. Yeah, he's a maniac. You like him now more, right? Yeah. Him, yeah. him and Chase Winovich both seem crazy. So I'm in. Um, Winovich had a really Which, nice I don't game. know if Chase seems crazy. Chase, Chase just seems a little... A little no, fun. he just likes trash talking, I think. He's like, yeah, he's he's like Chris him. Long. Or, or, it's or, a big comp. I like or it. Or Brian Robeson. I, I don't like that one as much. Or, um, or a worse Jared Allen. I could do this all day. Um, <laughs> one, one more, one more. A way less athletic TJ Watt. Okay, I don't, I don't like that. But one. a more refined pass rusher. Okay, we're done. Let's get okay. out of here. Uh, yeah, one of his strong game again. Devin Bush is. I don't know if he'll end up in the first round just because linebackers aren't a huge priority. Yeah, it seems like, and there's like Devin White and Mac Wilson are going to be above him. But I think he's a day two lock. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Unless he, he tests, like, really poorly. But, but he, he seems shoots. so athletic. Like, he seems like yeah. a guy you take in the second. Like, the Deion Jones. Yeah. The, the Quan Alexanders. Like, just a really athletic linebacker. You draft him, he ends up starting for a long time and being good. I think Deion Jones is, like, actually a pretty good comp for uh, Bush. Just, like, so athletic. And he just needs to refine his skills. Deion Jones took a huge step in the second year in the NFL, too. Um, Kron yeah. Higdon, decent game. Show some bell cow ability. Higdon, I mean, he's going to get drafted in this class, but. Yeah, I don't think he's quite the guy I was hoping he would be. No, really. I, I mean, oh, I, like, I still I think he's drafted. I, I, thought, I thought he could play himself, and I don't think he's a top 10 running back in the class, is mainly what I'm saying. But like, I, I th- probably I still think he's gonna be the four- fourth, fifth round. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. I just don't think he ends up being like a third round pick or something. No, 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 I don't think so either. Um, the work we talked about, LJ Scott. I'm still not in on LJ Scott. He's just a guy, man. He's a Jag. I don't know what the the, the how it even began. He's like two years ago. He's pretty good. But yeah, I'm not in on LJ Scott. He seems like a guy, no. a UDFA, and he he might make a team. And maybe become Rashad Jennings because Rashad Jennings is my comp for him. <laughs> like if all everything goes well, he'll be Rashad Jennings. Uh, That's fair. Felton Davis torn his tore his Achilles. That sucks. So yeah, that really sucks. Um, hey, Shea Patterson, decent college quarterback, not an NFL quarterback. I think he had a pretty good game. I, but but he's going back. So like yeah, I'm not even at this back. point. I'm not even thinking about him in the NFL. Like after, like for this I'm draft not either. No. Um, okay. Oregon. But he, he did show some good in this game, to be honest, but yeah. I think he's like, I think someone on Twitter says he, he's like Austin Davis, which I think so. That's not even a bang. Like, 
if he's lucky, he'll be Brian Hoyer. Wow. You went there, eh? That's a big comp. It Can't is. Can pick one of the good Michigan State quarterbacks? But, okay, you obviously don't know how I feel about Brian Hoyer, because I love Brian Hoyer. <laughs> I know you do. If he's lucky, he can be Drew Stanton. <laughs> wow, that's Stanton? no. We'll see her cousins, dude. Okay, number twelve, Oregon fell to number twenty-five. That's Washington it. State thirty-four twenty. Go blue. What? I thought you had more for this. Oh, one. did you okay. want more? No, I got nothing else to say. Okay. It's okay. Um, weather delays. Yeah, true. We talked about Herbert. Uh, I already mentioned that J- Jalen Jelks didn't flash <laughs> again. Um, you talked about Gardner Minshew a little bit. We talked about Jalen Thompson. Uh, Dylan Mitchell didn't really get anything going, and they were trying. Uh, they were trying hard with him, and it just wasn't yeah. happening. And yeah, he's not the the athlete to. No, you know. he isn't. Because they he's, tried the reverse. He's a good college and receiver, and I think if. I mean, I assume he'll go back. Yeah, and especially if Herbert he does. Like, yeah, but yeah, he's just. I thought he was a better athlete, and it's just seeing him in this game, he did, did not too. look like it. He like yeah. he's not very shifty. You know who is a good athlete? Donovan Peoples-Jones, baby. Okay. Uh, you know who is a good athlete? James Booby Williams. 95. Yeah, what a, what a, what that a run. That run, that contact balance. I'm telling you, man, he's interesting. I don't think it's this year. I think it'll be next year. But th- this, he's going to be a guy who can contribute to an NFL team in some way. I agree. I liked him last year. I liked Morrow, too, but still. He's, yeah. I, I don't know where Morrow's at, but I, I, I enjoy know. James Williams a lot. Um, uh, I also like Borgie, baby. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, Troy Di- How can you not like Borgie? Troy, Troy Dye showed some stuff I liked. He he tends to. He he just seems like such a hard-working linebacker, and he's always around the ball. Third-round guy? Yeah, it kind of depends how the linebacker class plays out and who declares, but he, se- he yeah. seems about there. Um, and Hugo Amadi, I thought, had a, a nice, decent game um, to the Oregon secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, Stanford twenty, Arizona State thirteen. It, Why is this on the list? Uh, oh, I just wanted to shit on Bryce Love. Okay, Bryce Love was uh, absolutely irrelevant in this game, and his stats reflect that. I like Bryce Love is not a top ten running back, and I don't even know at this like. Am I taking him in the top two hundred picks? I don't think so. He will be though if he tests well. I don't know. I don't know if he, will, know if he but... will. There's just no, he does he can't break a tackle to save his life. You know you know when think... Christian McCaffrey is coming out and the kind of the the main knock on him is he he doesn't break tackles well. Yeah. If you played him like loving him on the same screen side by side, you'd be blown away at how much better Christian McCaffrey is at breaking tackles specifically that. Like Bryce mm-hmm. Love just goes down on first contact always. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't remember. This has been a really, really, really terrible year for Bryce Love. Yeah, and during the game, I think I think it was during the, this game, the broadcast was like, "Oh, he should just do because he was he's banged up again because he always seems to be." They're like, "You should do what Nick Bosa did." I was just like <laughs> thinking, if he does that, I don't even know if he's getting drafted. Because for real, yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know. I came away not impressed by him. Uh, KG Costello was alright. I think he goes back. Man, Stanford lists him as a, a junior on their website. Yeah. But I think, I'm pretty sure he's a redshirt sophomore because they kept calling him that in the game. And he didn't play a snap during his freshman year. 
but it didn't say he had redshirted. So that this is weird. That's weird, right? Because I thought last year he was a redshirt freshman when he came in, and then I had him down as a redshirt sophomore during summer grades, and then so I wasn't even really looking at him because it's like there's no. And then, then I saw he's a junior. And I was like, that's weird. And then this happened, and mm-hmm. so I'm a little confused on what KJ Costello is. Either way, I don't think he's coming out, but he's like he's a guy who 2020, he's or even 2021 if he's a sophomore. Uh, quarterback. He's body. actually a grad transfer. It's <laughs> actually Gardner Minshew. Um, Manny Wilkins had a Manny Wilkins game, some flashy plays, but ultimately gonna get drafted. He might. If he's at, I hope he's at the Senior Bowl. They also yeah, have no idea how to use Nikhil Harry. They well, not surprised. Like it's all gadget plays with him instead of late. They have one big it. play to him down the field where they like let him go out and win a fifty-fifty ball. But other than that, it was mainly like bubble screens, just regular screens pop yeah. passes like they don't know what he is but I, and then they used him that like that last year too at times and then on but on the other side of the ball you're seeing how jj arcega whiteside's being used and you're like what <laughs> is like why would they not like white whiteside <laughs> had this one great touchdown from costello white whiteside played a really nice game I, seven catches 91 his score is not like mind-boggling but he looked quite good um because he is good and Renell wren was the best player in arizona state in this game because he, uh, he is the best player. He's he's super raw, and he just all he does is try to win with power. <laughs> his like his leverage is really good though. Um, his hands are heavy, but he like he's a guy who he'll he'll just get better and better as he gets coached. Yeah, I agree. And Stanford sophomore corner, who's true sophomore, Paulson Adibo. Three tackles, two two pass breakups, a pick. He looks like a future potential first round guy, but not cool. not eligible. Uh, finally, Auburn thirty one, Old Miss sixteen. I don't. I think I just didn't have enough games, so I put this one down. This game was awful. No, no, no. We have to do this one because of the Jared Stidham thing last week. Oh right. Yeah, shake my damn head. Okay, let's do it, buddy. You ready? Yes. <laughs> so we set the numbers at. <laughs> we went pretty lofty here, Rob. Uh, 300 yards. No. Six, six, no, he didn't hit it. No. 65%. No. Did he hit it? No. Seven yards an attempt. Yeah. He did it. Uh, four touchdowns. No. Total. Did he have a rushing touchdown? No. No. Uh, one turnover. He didn't turn the ball over, so. This is actually one of his better games of the year, and it's still, like, you (laughs) wouldn't watch this and think this is a first-round quarterback, especially against the Ole Miss defense. No. They were carried by their rushing game. So this is it. We we buried Jared Stidham, right? Yeah. He, I see. I feel like there's no in most scenarios there's no way he would come out after this season, but because of this quarterback class, there's like a significantly better chance he will. Yeah. Um. Anyways, rest in peace, Jared. Also, AJ Brown looked had a very strong game, but worth noting, even with DK Metcalf out, they still only play him in the slot. Like, he never is outside of the slot. So he's never That's facing weird. press yeah. coverage. Yeah. And he's a big body. He's just a big body slot. And he looked really smooth, but you already know he's not a great athlete. Yeah. So he's going to be an interesting evaluation, I think. Yeah. I don't think I can talk myself into taking a guy like him in the first round. That's fair. Um, oh, also, Nick Coe, the Auburn edge, three sacks. And Nick Coe is not good. Guess who? <laughs> guess who? Guess who struggled with Nick Coe? 
Uh-oh. Greg Green Little. Big boy. Yeah, Greg Little yeah. is having an awful season for his draft stock. He's not a first round. This offensive line class is not very good. No. There's <clears throat> three tackles I would take in the first three, four. But I feel like, like per usual, there's always guards that show up out of nowhere, you know what I mean, in in January and stuff. So And they're winning one-on-ones against Christian Wilkins at the exactly. senior bowl. Exactly. But no, no, like Hernandez got it, what, 40th overall. and Yeah, but we knew about we, Hernandez. Did we? I can't remember. Yeah, he had the hype going into the year. Oh, right. Yeah, he did. Uh, who else was there? Oh, thing. Um, the, the Browns pick. Oh, Austin Corbett. Yeah, that's a good one. There you go. That's a big one. 33rd. Yeah. And he's a tackle for some reason. Anyways. Um, he's a backup tackle. Let's get that right. It's a bad pick. Um, Desmond Harrison beat him. He's undrafted. Good. So, uh, I guess, hey, Desmond. I, I guess we knew about Desmond Harrison. There's draft guys we know about, apparently, is what we're learning right now, right, Rob? We're smart. We're good at what we do. Yeah. Um, okay. AJ, it's almost Halloween. You're right. And guess what's happening on Halloween? Spooky things. And Maction football games are on the day before Halloween and on Halloween. And AJ, no, I don't like that. how will you be betting on Maction and Week 9 matchups even this weekend? Uh, with Candy. Me too. Everyone's got to use my bookie. Because yeah, candy is my code for uh, my bookie. Nothing beats using my bookie. My voice is going. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they let you bet on That's pretty okay. much everything. Join now and use the promo code HEAVEN, H-E-A-V-E-N, and my bookie will Thank match you. your, do- your deposit dollar for dollar. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And if you're willing to hold it until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 in free play using the promo code HEAVEN25. MyBookie. Okay, week nine matchups. All the spreads from our friends at MyBookie. Um, this does not seem like a good week of college football other than two games at 3.30 and if you're into Pac-12 football, which we are. So. Yep, pretty much. Um, yep. I threw in the Baylor-West Virginia game to start, which is on a Thursday. <clears throat> West Virginia, 13.5-point favorites at home against Baylor. Uh, mainly because I want to see Denzel Mims, and I want to see yeah. what, what Will Greer, because he's been struggling, and his QB class sucks. Um, and quietly, I want to see Greg Roberts, the Baylor edge, versus Yadni Kajust. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really think Baylor has a shot in this game. No, it's, it's Thursday night in Morgantown. Yeah. Like, uh, what are you going to do, Baylor? Like, you can't do much there. Like, the best thing that can happen is Baylor loses, but Denzel Mims puts on a show. True. I'm taking West Virginia. Minus the points. As am I. All right. Into the Saturday slate. 12 p.m. Number two, Clemson. 16-point favorites in Tallahassee against Florida State. Um, uh, DeAndre Francois is going to get sacked 15 times. Yeah, like what? That I think that's the reason you watch this game. Also, there's like no good games on, so at 12, so like that's yeah. why you watch this to see if <laughs> poor DeAndre Francois. Uh, <laughs> also, on the other side though, I think Brian Burns is going to destroy <laughs> Mitch Hyatt. Who his? No one talked about Mitch Hyatt anymore, do they? No, they don't. Remember when he was a first round pick? I do. That's, As a sophomore. That was strange. Um, Kinda, yeah. yeah, Brian Burns is going to destroy him, I think. Um, there's not a whole lot else to watch for. Um, I guess if Levante Taylor against T. Higgins. 
But, yeah, uh, Francois doesn't really stand a chance. I'm going to take Clemson minus 16. Me too. All right, our next 12 <clears throat> p.m. game, number 20, Wisconsin, 6.5-point favorites at Northwestern. This game alone uh, shows you there's not that many good games because I had to put this. <clears throat> no, no, but Northwestern's covering this spread, baby. You think so? Yeah, I keep doing this, and it keeps working. Uh, Northwestern's tough at home. This is going to be, I think, a big game for Patty Fisher to make something happen. That's fair. Just because against this I offensive line and against Jonathan Taylor. Um, I'm going to take Wisconsin. I don't know. I I feel like this always happens. I just get it in my head, like, four potential first-round offensive linemen. A future first round running back. They're just going to run the ball up their throat. <laughs> and then, like, they've been bad. Alex Hornibrook's it's awful. But yeah, no, I'll stick with Wisconsin. That's okay. All right. The big game, the most important game of the weekend, 3 30 p.m. The uh, world's largest cocktail party, outdoor cocktail party. Uh, Rob, I, I have a big question before we get into this. Yes. What's the world's largest indoor cocktail party? Oh, okay. Let me. Have you ever heard of the Syracuse Orange? <laughs> do you know where they play? The Carrier Dome. Correct. And do you know who they play at the Carrier Dome during the world's largest indoor cocktail party? Uh, I don't know. Pitt? Duke. Oh, shit. In basketball. Correct. <laughs> Is the world's second largest indoor cocktail party uh, the Kibbe Dome? I, I was going to say that, but uh, <laughs> that felt like your bit, so... Uh, yeah, so number nine, Florida, playing number seven, Georgia, Jacksonville, Florida. Georgia's seven and a half point favorites. Tons of prospects in this game. Um, I think Florida's kind of got a chance, but they're going to need their defense to really show up. I'm really excited to see Jack Guy Polite. Um, other side, like Georgia, I want to see Riley Ridley put on a show. Um, ultimately, I think neither of these teams are all that great. I Okay. Uh, Georgia's not as good as we thought they were. Correct. But they're still a top 10 team. Yes. Uh, Florida's just not a top 10 team. Correct. And, and, and I just don't think Georgia... Like, I think Georgia's a top 10 team, but I don't think they're close to being a playoff team. No. They're just like, Fromm's inconsistent, and they don't... Like, they don't really have a guy to lean on on offense because they yeah. don't seem to know how to use Riley Ridley. And their defense mm-hmm. doesn't. Ha- DeAndre Baker is the only guy on their defense who is a potential first round pick. Yeah, and I don't know about that. And then with Florida, it's like I love Polite. Zaniga is really good too. They have some fun defensive guys, but they're just such a inconsistent offense. And even their their, their defense is inconsistent too. Like Vandy put up twenty seven yeah. on them. But <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going to take Georgia. I'm taking Georgia too. And. I'm just mainly only really excited to see the see Polite and Ridley guys like that. Not even for the game itself, just for the cocktails. Um, number eighteen Iowa at number seventeen Penn State. It's a good game. Iowa six or sorry Penn State six and a half point favorites. I'm taking Iowa plus the points. I'm not sure. Like I was going back and forth. Iowa's not been very good though. Dude, you should have seen. They just controlled the clock against Maryland. It was one of the fastest college football <laughs> games I've ever seen. It was hilarious. Um, Penn State. I ended up taking. Sorry, Rob. Go ahead. I was just gonna say Penn State's come out flat in like their last four games. I know. 
Yeah, I ended up taking Penn State, but like I have zero zero confidence in that pick. And looking at it from a prospect perspective, Penn State doesn't like not nobody like yeah. their their prospects are all like Juwan Johnson's had an awful year. He's he shouldn't come out. Um, no. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders I like, but he's pretty damn inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, Sharif Miller's been quiet, and Amani Oruwari's struggled over his last couple games. Yeah. And then with Iowa, you've got the two tight ends who are both top five tight ends, and then you got Anthony Nelson. There's like guys to watch in this game. I Nate Stanley's a better NFL QB than Trace McSorley. <laughs> I'm going to take Iowa. Okay. Um, in that sweet sweet 4 p.m. slot, number 12 Kentucky at Missouri. Missouri six and a half point favorites. I'm taking UK, man. Why? Why is Mizzou like so favorite? I don't know. They blew out Memphis, but Darrell Henderson got hurt in the game. That sucks. Um, I'm also taking Kentucky. Kentucky's got a good secondary. Beatty, Edwards, and Johnson are all potential NFL guys. They, Josh Allen coming off the edge. I know Missouri's got a pretty good um, offensive line. I also think this is a game where if Missouri's going to win, Terry Beckner has to have a huge game against the run. Yeah. Against also, can I, can, I, can I gripe for a second? Yes. Like one of my usual gripes? Yeah, you always gripe. That's just... Yeah, no, that's just he's so overrated. Like, why is Kentucky twelve? Well, we just ta- we just nine. we just talked about Georgia and Florida not even being as good as they're billed as being. It's so annoying. Like Alabama is so much better than everyone in the SEC. I think Alabama just like br- brings everyone up, and like LSU's good, obviously, but that's it. Those are the only two programs I trust year in year out. And I mean, Georgia's there almost, but yeah. Um... Yeah, the SEC's full of prospects, at least. Even if uh, they're not yeah. great. But you know what conference is great? Wait, we both took okay. Kentucky, right? Yeah, we okay. both took Kentucky. 7 p.m., the Pac-12, number 14, Washington State, at number 24, Stanford. Stanford, two and a half point favorites. It's a good game. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, Washington, I'm not sure who to take here. Washington State could be a letdown game coming off the big win. That's my thought. That's my thought. Stanford's... Dude, Stanford needs to get over the fact that they're known for running the ball constantly because their passing yeah. game is so much better than their run game this year. Yeah, all they need to do is drop back, throw deep Barry Siegel, Whiteside, Caden Smith, Trent Irwin, all game. Yeah, for real. Um, I, I am taking Stanford. I'm just kind of thinking it's a bit of a, a big emotional letdown. It's going to be hard to get up for this game like after last week. You know what I mean? I'm going to stick with Washington State because it might leach, I believe, which means they'll lose by a lot. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I, I was impressed with the Washington State defense. And the Stanford... Yeah, Alex Grinch eat your heart out, but... Yeah. Um, Stanford, I, I think, unless they're willing to um, commit to being a passing offense first and run, run the ball second, until they're willing to do that, I don't trust them. That's fair. Finally... Number six, Texas at Oklahoma State, who's unranked, but Texas is still only favored by three. Yeah, that's weird. I'm taking Texas. So Vegas doesn't trust Texas is what I get, right? I mean, kind of fair, but... No, to- totally, but Oklahoma State's been bad. Yeah, they have. In uh, Texas has, obviously, Colin Johnson and little Jordan Humphrey, both huge on the outside. Uh, and their defense is pretty static. Chris Boyd, Brandon Jones, they've got a good secondary, both... Uh, the young safeties, Stearns and Foster. Oklahoma State yeah. kind of just has Justice Hill on offense this year. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, Jordan Brailford on defense. Like, there's nobody even else of 
No, so I'll take Texas. No, I'm taking Texas as well. All right. That'll do it. All right. You can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. Uh, you can go to armchairallamericans.com and read NFL draft things I write and rookie NFL stuff I write. Uh, and you can follow Armchair on Twitter at ACAllAmericans and at ArmchairNFL. Um, and you can listen to our other podcast that comes out every Thursday morning called Resting the Starters, and it's about the NFL in general. Wow. Check you later, fam.